This is... The Nomad Podcast. It's party time! What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Nomad Podcast. We are here live at... The DMZ Airsoft Field, another uh, local Niagara Airsoft Field. In the background, you can hear the first CX, sorry, not the first, the last CXSL. CXSL? Yeah, that's it. I'm in the flag right there. I, uh, I get that wrong almost every time. But we're here at the last tournament of the year. we got quite a few teams from all over Ontario here today. Mm-hmm. We're just in the middle of recording record a podcast, podcast and Yellow's gone live for us. But... Yeah, this is a pretty exciting event. It's nice to see a bunch of people get together and play some speeds off. Not really my cup of tea, but it's always a good time. Oh, hey. Uh, hi, Pete. Hi, Caleb. Pete, uh, introduce yourself. Pete, or Camper, uh, from Nomad. There you go. You got to get nice and close to it. Nice yeah, and personal. I, I'm, this is my first time doing this. That's, ex- I don't know that's fair. That's your second time. Also, we have an audience, which is weird, because that it never happens. <laughs> doing it live in front of people is uh, a little weird. It's basically like the exact same. Um, but we're here at a Speedsoft tournament, one that we never really got involved in. We kind of talked mm. about getting involved in Speedsoft a little bit. but uh. Yeah, just with our schedules and the year alone, pandemic, kind of ruined a lot of stuff for us, like plan-wise. Yeah, but there's always next year. With us, we're already trying to play as many Milsims as physically possible, so adding Speedsoft on top of that really wasn't much of an option. Yeah. But... Uh, Pete, it's like your first time on the episode since the lost episode yeah. years ago. <laughs> what uh, what happened there? The last episode I was on. Yeah. Oh fuck, that was a. Uh, I think it was one thirty in the morning. Um, I'm pretty sure it was one. Cut in real quick, morning. Pete. We don't swear on the podcast. What? I'm fucking kidding. Okay, Go for that's it. good because <laughs> I'd be fucked if I can't swear. Uh, I think it was like one thirty in the morning. It was in the middle of the summer. It was hot. My parents didn't have air conditioning, so I couldn't sleep. And Mitch posts in the group chat, anyone want to do a podcast? I'm like, fuck it, sure. What time was, of day was this? It was at like 1 in the morning, and I was bombed, and I just sent it out there. And sure enough, Pete's like, yeah, I've, I fucking want to do a podcast. But uh, so now, Pete, welcome on again. I guess the, the new seasons that are a little bit better than the original YouTube uh, channel. But oh, no. uh, what are you guys thinking of the Speedsoft stuff we're watching here? For anybody listening, the field is right beside us. Where uh, I'm sure you can hear it all in the like background. Ten feet from the uh, from the field fence here. I'm sure a stray BB could hit us at any time. Um, but that's the excitement of airsoft. Yeah, we it's are pretty cool though. Like I've I've heard of it all year. I've seen some videos online, but it's pretty cool to watch it. I made a balling ass sign for Shane. The uh, girl. The intensity is the thing that I really like about it. It's like. You don't you don't really get to watch Milsim at all. So when you're yeah. watching these Speedsoft players play, you actually get to see what they're doing, and you can kind of like you kind of cheer for someone. Or when you see a cool play, you see it. It's not just like a Milsim where you tell someone about a play yeah. you did. Yeah, they get like, and it's intense. Like the matches are super quick, um, but it is full throttle the whole way through, right to the last player. Yeah, so we're gonna try and get a few different uh, players here out. Get get kind of their opinion on it because I guess we're probably a little biased considering we've never played Speedsoft. Yeah, strictly well, not strictly, but we are 
mainly Milsom. Uh, do they do like team captains and stuff like that? Because that would be kind of cool. What do you think, Pete? Do they? I have no idea. There's, I. Thanks for showing I'm not up, Pete. Lie, I skipped over the episode where you talked about speed soft, so I have no idea. Oh man. <laughs> um. So we got some players coming off the field, so kind of as the day goes on, we'll uh, try and get a few of them off and ask their opinions on the game, how the tournaments run. Um, obviously, we are. this podcast is sponsored by Speed Nation Combat Solutions, the, For sure. the hosts of the CSXL right now. Yeah. But we want to get some of the opinions of the people playing it, how they think this uh, kind of like lines up towards other tournaments. I don't know if there is other Speedsoft tournaments. Yeah, as far as I know, it's the only one in Canada, really. I know that there was an attempt at like speed QB, um, and we had uh, Joe from Orangeville Airsoft on yeah. a long time ago. But I don't, I don't think it was one of those things that ever really took off. So it'll be nice. It's nice to see that Mocha and CSXL are really kind of mm-hmm. creating something new. Yeah, it's definitely really cool seeing a business that's not even a year old yet, maybe one season, but be able to go from a, a cute, cute little store to all of a sudden. A big tournament. Take it up our Saturday. I'm loving it. It's gorgeous out. That's a gorgeous day out today. Definitely doing an outdoor live podcast could have been a little bit worse if the weather was worse. I, I was expecting it to actually be a little frigid and like have like two jackets, and now I'm in a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm ready to join you guys in the t-shirt club over there. Should definitely join the t-shirt yeah, I club. Know, know my podcast t-shirt? I don't have one yet. Why don't you have one? I, I don't know. You don't? Yeah, heavy I think I actually one. do have one for you in the truck. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see when we're editing this how chaotic the noise in the background is. If it adds to the atmosphere of it, I hope it. I hope it's pretty cool. I hope it's yeah, pretty cool. hear some yelling. <laughs> well, you definitely hear the cheering in the background. That's kind of the, mm. one of the things we talked about was how how much more exciting it is to watch Speedsoft than Milsim. Yeah, I don't want to watch Pete crawl on his belly for an hour or two. Yeah, just, that's totally just to fling too. people in like three hours' it'll, time. It'll be exciting for like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Once he creeps up, he's ten feet away. Ooh, ooh, and Pete's down. Okay, yeah. like that there, was fun. There's those times when you're in a mill sim and you get shot, and you're dead, so you gotta like watch whatever action's going on in front of you, mm. and that's pretty alright to watch. But it's like, but you're literally in the middle of the field when that happens, right? Yeah, and it's not consistent at all. Whereas here, when you're Looking out on the field, it's constant gunfights. Like I can mm. really see why these guys enjoy this. Yeah, um, they're 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 really going at it. We're gonna have well, a that's uh, Team Rush too. That's playing right now. Yeah, Team Rush. The um, I guess they're like the Speed are, they're the sponsor team. They're Speed Nation's team. I wanted they to call them the farm team, it. but they're like the legitimate team. I think there's uh, Rush, and then I think the farm team's called Factory. Yeah. Um. So. It's nice to see. Nice to see them putting in work. But even all, all the teams here, everyone's playing really hard. Real good. Fair plays. The refs are calling some great calls. Um, the refs are really in it, too. Like, are, there was one who was, oh, like, yeah. laying on the ground watching that. Yeah, I think they have, like, a ref per player or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot of where, when we were talking about if we were to run a mill somewhere, a lot of our idea came from. Because like these guys are in the sport, laying down, watching, making sure what's going on, and especially oh, sure. at certain points in time, these tournaments have cash prizes, so they want to make sure that they. Uh, I wonder how the how the music in the background is going to pick up, um, but it's good. Mocha's keeping the keeping the tunes going, keeping all the players keep, amped up. Keep it pumped for sure. 
but with the refs out on the field being able to watch everything and have each player, you can tell. It's not like, like we say, call your hits and mill some shit like that all the time. Now there mm-hmm. is so many refs on the field watching, making sure no one's cheating. I'm All I hear is the crazy amount of gunfire right behind me. I'm just getting a little PTSD from well, every Milsom. The thing play. about it is, like, <laughs> yeah, people get overshot and it's crazy, whatever. But it's all semi-auto. There's yeah. no full auto. So, well, I got like the crazy double triggers and shit. Yeah. Like it is. This is a hybrid sport for sure. I was. Uh, I had. I thought that the double triggers <laughs> weren't going to be allowed, but it looks like that is allowed. Um, we're gonna have a. We're gonna have a couple of members from. Rush on here later talking about the new G and G speed soft gun. I don't even know what the name is. Shane McGilley is rocking one of the one of the newer rifles. He had me check it out, and yeah, it's, de- it's. I was so clumsy with it, but it's it got like a can cool. there, like an well, angled you're stock AK now. So you're gonna be clumsy with everything else. I know. Um, so that'll be fun. We got we got a pretty good show for you here today. So we'll be uh, we'll be coming in and out. Uh, when you guys are listening, you'll just hear some. Some cuts and some welcome backs and whatnot, but uh, oh, for sure. Hope hopefully you guys enjoy this and let us know uh, after what you think of the on-site recording with this with with our new setup. Heavy being the boss, he is. We got this new uh, new rig we can take anywhere. So if you're looking to have a podcast recorded where you are, just uh, let us know and let us know what you think. Awesome. Let's have a great fucking day, boys. Great fucking day. Great fucking day. Mocha, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for uh, thanks for hosting this awesome event. We're seeing so many happy faces walking by. We're uh, how many games in are we right now? Uh, we've done one round, so we've played. Uh, every team has played each team once, once or twice, once, once. All right, so a lot of people know what Speedsoft is roughly, but uh, give me a brief rundown of the rules that you guys play by right now. Uh, it's a center flag push style. There's a, a, a flag in the center of the field. It's five on five gameplay. They break out. Uh, there's points for first flag possession, which we haven't seen a lot of today. They've normally just been killing the field and then running the flag. But uh, you get two points for hanging the flag at the enemy's box and a Spartan bonus point for uh, hanging with live players still. Okay. So uh, what with with this game, I mean, you hear Speedsoft at a lot of places. What makes your competitions different than other stuff we see? Well, man, uh, to, to be honest, there's not a lot of Speedsoft in Canada. Just this year, everything has become... Uh, like busted out you know what i mean it's huge in europe it's huge in the states um and you know we're bringing that vibe here awesome the, the biggest thing that i've seen is that the amount of refs you have on the field we actually just had one of your refs sit down with us uh what's it like out there buddy what are you doing on the field it's uh very much like paintball refing in yep. a way because uh, this is like a, a different new format like chris was saying for airsoft so it's definitely much much faster and uh we're reffing it like a paintball game uh, with with airsoft. It's new, so we're learning as we go. But I think we're killing it in terms of what we're doing out there. And yeah, seeing the intensity on the field, like seeing the refs lay down, looking for those hits, really takes away a lot of complaints I've heard in the past. People saying like people aren't calling their hits and shit, especially when you're in a competition like this. So having refs like you guys out there is definitely a game changer. What what I have noticed is these guys are pretty honorable, and it's it's pretty fast and close, so it's hard to dispute mm-hmm. that your hit. Unlike traditional airsoft, where they're out in the woods and you know stuff like that people are at a greater distance mm-hmm. with this the guy's running you down he's shooting you pretty yeah. pretty close you know your hit everybody sees your hit and then we got some pretty amazing referees out here for the reference uh, some pretty serious long term you know we got wizard one of the best paintball refs there is out here refing this airsoft tournament so yeah that's this is definitely speedsoft is definitely the the closest thing to paintball out in there on the field so anybody looking for that sort of experience this is exactly for you 
the refing, just a touch back, uh, just a touch. Um, the refing is huge in a sense. It's just like a Milsom game that, you know, I go to, you go to. The best games you go to have the best game control. Game, game control is essentially a referee, right? So now we're putting refs out there in every corner, a player, uh, a ref for almost every player on the field uh, because that's what makes the game. That's what makes guys want to come out. And honestly, this is a D1 event, but when we get into these pro-level pro events like we had last, uh, last event for E1, uh, there's money on the line. So you have to be on point. If you're not, you know, it's not going to be successful. Right. And we uh, <laughs> love hearing people just having a great time in the background. Um, the biggest thing, too, is with how publicized this event is. You've really done an amazing job on uh, just showing the players how much effort you're going to be like putting in to make sure everyone's recognized, the teams are recognized. So with it being so publicized, a lot of players here on the field, they don't want to get a bad name by doing some of the shit that they might yeah. if it was just a small, shitty walk-on game. Um, so on top of having great refs, you have players that are respecting the game and playing correct. Absolutely. I mean, like, that's what we're doing this for. We're not just doing it for us. Uh, we're doing it for the players. I mean, we've got a green screen out here uh, for player cards, for player promo stuff, for online, Instagram, all that stuff. I mean, we just started a new Instagram, what, two, three days ago, and we're, we're already soaring on that. So Yeah, I, uh, I messed that up a little bit uh, last time because we did a recording right before you updated your thing. So, uh, Mocha, what is the correct address for your new Instagram? The new Instagram is uh, it's Speed Nation Canada. So we're going to have a website drop soon you can go on there right now at www.speednationcanada.com or .ca um, it'll just take you to a screen that basically says you know a countdown to when we're going to be open so we're going to have online sales we just made a massive partnership uh, with a company called Monk Customs yep. uh, out of Europe they're huge in the industry they're giants and, uh, and that's going to be awesome so we're going to be selling their gear on there as well we're going to be selling their gear there on as well and uh you know, we're looking forward to a lot of new, innovative things coming in. You see guys running around with, uh, you know, uh, basically paintball guns as airsoft guns. That's all stuff that we're bringing over, trying to change the game. So, well, it looks like you're being some back out on the field, but I just want to say, uh, obviously, you're relatively new in the world of airsoft store, and it's nice to see the ball finally starting to really roll for you, getting some money behind you, and really doing something big for the community. So, uh, hey, I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate you guys coming out here and uh, doing this podcast, man. Uh, you know. We support you, uh, obviously. Yeah, wholeheartedly. We're One of our sponsor, ma- major but, uh, sponsors. You know, no, it's great, man, and uh, and I think more people should uh, tune in and listen. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll get you on here a little bit later and see how the games are going out there. Thanks, Matt. What's going on, buddy? What's up, buddy? I don't well, have a drink in front of me. This I know this feels so weird. We can give you an empty cup if you wish. You can uh, pretend. That's the uh, that's the hard part about doing these events at a uh, at an actual location. I mean, if it was like a pre-Milsim thing where we could have some drinks, that'd be great, but uh, wouldn't exactly be the best look, us just slamming whiskeys here while people are coming on and off the field. Being all jealous. We like to play by the rules a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, so, Matt from Black Cell, what's your call sign? Uh, BT Nerf. Okay. I used to make Nerf gun, paintball guns, and then airsoft guns. Yeah. And BT is Blackthorn. Yeah, okay. Well, I never, uh, I don't know why I never thought to ask that before. But um, so Black Cell Promotions here, you're a sponsor of the CSXL event. Yep. So are we, Nomad Podcast, for a sponsored event. What? You're what also a-, a sponsor of the podcast. The Matrix is real. Oh, he's got the podcast shirt. We're all wearing our Nomad Podcast shirts. Yeah, th- there's a... there's a- be included. I'm pretty sure yours is in my truck. 
There's a glitch in the Matrix. It's just like a never-ending cycle of sponsoring each other. Community yeah. makes it then go around. It's a circle. Just Gotta a ring. keep that community strong. So Black Cell is mainly, I guess you guys are mainly known for your mill sims, but yep. what makes your mill sims so good is the amount of swag that you guys pump out. Just the, the bang for your bucket going to Black Cell event is crazy. And Amazing. you guys are here actually showing off some gear or meaning to be here showing off some gear. What? Uh, tell what me happened? a little bit about what the plan was. So the, all the gears here, except for my sweater, the wedding, the wedding sweaters, <laughs> and uh, promotional speedball packages that we, uh, you can go see them at Mocha's shop on Monday. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah, I got a, I got a flyer here in front of me. Um, so it's the full send package will be at the shop, so anybody can see it. That's sweet. It's it's great that you guys have pamphlets like this to give out because it's got the sizing on it. I know I've had a I've had a difficult time with some of your sizes. Like some things are an XL for me, some things are a double X, but it, it just kind of depends on what it is that you guys are making. Yeah, so uh last year was version three. Okay. So version four is off the diagram in the back of the pamphlet. Uh that's the new version right here. This new size chart is exact. That's oh, what nice. we've been going off of the jacket that you're wearing and shirts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, okay, XL fits that, me gorgeously. My ass looks so good. The jacket that you guys made for DIA fits amazingly, but I found that the hoodie for me, like if it, I have a hard time. If it fits my shoulders, it's too fucking long on me. But if I go... So the hood that you have mm-hmm. is version two. Oh, that's You don't have one. a version three hoodie okay. yet. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that makes sense. But either way, the, the stuff that you guys are cranking out is amazing. So with these uh, measurements you got here, are they going to also be on your website? Yeah, they're like on the, web, they're on on the, the website? website and they're on the Facebook page and awesome. then on the, the different uh, game pages. Awesome. What's the Black Cell website? www.blackcell.ca. It's like the Beautiful. easiest... Uh, website to remember in Airsoft. They didn't have to add anything. They just snipe that up it's right away. Nomad 3572. It's, it's not like our logo going missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so what are you, what's Black Cell doing here today other than just showing off some of the stuff they've made? Well, we're here to support uh, Mocha's event and uh, uh, help people here up, upgrade their swag. Yep. Uh, Skill, I guess, or swag level. I don't know how you say it. Well, swag, it's their swagger level, maybe? Their swagger level, yeah. So there's some people that don't have the jerseys and stuff like that who need the jerseys, or some people that have jerseys but may need other stuff for their teams. Mm-hmm. We're going to find up, that. Update and upgrade. Well, you, you can definitely tell the difference between a team that wa- it's just like Milsim. If a team walks on wearing all of the same camo and like matching shit, you look far more prepared and professional. So you got uh, Team Rush. SN Rush coming on with matching jerseys. You know, they got their numbers and their yeah. call signs. And then the teams that don't are probably looking at that being like, wow, that'd be really cool. So on site, we have Black Cell being able to be like, here's mm-hmm. what you can order. We can give you all the information you need. Um, so hopefully anybody listening to this that is looking for anything like that can uh, check them out. But also don't forget that they do. You guys do a whack of just Milsim stuff as well. Yeah, so uh, we also do... Not a lot of people know it, but we also do paintball pants. We also do combat pants, combat shirts. There's a lot of things that we do do that yeah, not do a lot do. of people know, know that we yeah. do. But and it's all found on your website, correct? Yes. Awesome. 
Awesome. Um, so with you guys being here, is this going to moving forward? Is this going to be a uh, partnership moving forward? Are you going to continue to? Uh, we sponsored all all of them all next them. year. So the That's prize amazing. package every year will or every event will be a prize package from us. Okay. Awesome. So you'll get a full swag kit, and if you already have a full jersey swag kit and you win, you can switch that to maybe you want jackets or hoodies. We'll, nice. we'll swap out items that you already have with new items that you want. Maybe you want hats, ball caps, and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. so for anybody listening that's maybe not listening just for the speed soft reason also, uh, are Milsim teams or any maybe even things that aren't airsoft related, can they get a hold of you to ask for things, custom things being made? Yeah, we just did uh, four different teams full setups. So you just contact us through the Facebook or through the website or through either me or Mitch's personal and uh, we'll get you prices and Mitch will design even if you don't have a design Mitch will vector your logo make a logo for you create a logo we just created patches for a team uh, from scratch Mitch vectored so then after you ordered the patches he now has his logo and vector format so he can even if he didn't want to go with us, he can now take that yeah. logo to go to somewhere else. If if that's the case, we, we're perfectly fine with that. Yeah, that's amazing. Didn't move, but <laughs> hey, people people do things like that all the time. We've been uh, we've been pretty shitty on actually getting another patch order or some more team things made. So we've, yeah, we've been talking about so wanting to get something made by you guys real soon. Even worse yeah. is Nomad gets the ambassador pricing which is even funnier <laughs> and than everybody else's pricing and just i just haven't just haven't done it we've been so busy we got and so many projects on the go between a podcast and actual mills and plus i was commanding and doing different things for you guys it's just i was just making coffees left right and center at the last uh black cell event <laughs> but so <laughs> yeah, t- i kept my team going okay take That's it for all us. matters exactly. nomad as a team as well as the nomad podcast is going to be getting uh all of our new swag from um, Black Cell, as well as yeah. we will still be getting uh, a lot of our personal shirts and stuff like that from our other awesome sponsor, Curvy Leggings. Um, but there's definitely yeah. there's definitely stuff that you guys can make that uh, definitely of a much higher like sport quality. Yeah, so and, and definitely go for Black Cell. Their swag is amazing. It's not cheap. They look great. I got that Boogaloo jacket finally. It's so cool. I'm pumped. But we got a team coming off the field, so we're going to grab a couple of those players and see how this match just went. Yeah, let's see how it goes. We're back here live at the Nomad Podcast. I guess we're not really live. We're live right now, but anyone listening to this, except for the people around us in the audience hearing us, it won't be live for. But we are joined by the legend himself, Keanu. How's it going, guys? What's going on, buddy? Great. Don't, don't know if I'm much of a legend, but uh, it's very, I'm very happy to be here today. You're a legend in our hearts, buddy. <laughs> You're pretty big in Ontario Airsoft, and that's Thanks. a big thing. Thanks, buddy. Happy to be here with you guys. Pardon? Everyone knows Rocket. I'm here. Oh yeah, Rocket. I'm always Nobody here. gives I'm a shit like a car, guys. <laughs> Never go away. Uh, so we got the two of you guys here. Um, one, what what brings you down today, other than uh, wanting to see our faces? Well, DIA obviously reunited. You know, we yep. got to try to get as many of the DIA from Dark Zone uh, as we had uh, on the 17th at uh, PRZ, but also support the community. We've got. Uh, you know, nice day here at DMZ. I've never been here. It's 19 degrees in November. It's crazy. We're wearing T-shirts outside. Um, why not come out and oh, say exactly. hi to the community and support the community? It's pretty awesome. I mean, the real question is, did you bring your gear? 
No, I didn't. Come on, there's an airsoft walk-on going on I right know. there. I didn't bring any gear. I just came down to be part of the community and see everybody's beautiful faces and well, um, you know on. support support the Speedsoft guys because uh, Alex Ruley's playing and uh, guys from uh, Speed Nation like McGilly and yep. So, you know, it's nice to support those guys. And I really wanted to see what it was all about, too. And, I mean, it's fast-paced. I could not do it. Come on, Keanu. We all know you don't need guns. You're John Wick. I just run around with yeah, a pencil. Just melee kills. Everybody. Um, yeah, I guess you and I are kind of in the same spot where we've been big mill simmers, but we both come from a bit of a paintball background as well. Oh, yes. We were sharing the cringe shots. We were sharing the, the cringy paintball day pictures, yeah. which I feel like are very close to probably our first airsoft pictures. Yes. Like our primetime paintball pictures that we thought we were cool in are probably the equivalent of what we think we look like now. So what was your what was your picture? The one that you said, are you ready for the cringe? Oh, and, I, and you look like you've got the dark uh, like Ray-Ban style sunglasses on. Yeah. And you've got like kind of like a military brush cut thing going on. Yeah. And you don't look like you for sure. Like your baby well, face. That was like a, right? I, I think I was prob- probably like 15, 16 in that. And it was uh, it was a Tipman or BT was the company. It wasn't there like Tipman and the BT was like also Tipman, but a different sort of whatever. Kind of, it was I the same. can't remember anymore. So BT used to make uh, combat gear or whatever. So I was, I was wearing like whatever their combat gear was at the time. And I felt so cool in it. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys are showing your like speed stop loadouts. So I was like, I was Milsim before being Milsim was cool. And I was like, oh God, this is cringy. Santa, I had like this AK-47 looking fucking thing. Not built like a rhino yet. Yeah, no, I was I hit a growth spurt. I was a, I was a very scrawny kid. So that picture was what two two thousand nine, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I so, think so. So we were all playing paintball pretty much at the same time. Like mine was uh, the picture I showed you was two thousand six. Okay, yeah, and um, that was a field that I don't even think exists anymore. Um, it was uh, I want to say Whitby. Oh, I can't remember oh, yeah. the name of it. I think it was called Tag Airsoft or Tag Paintball or something like that. So Not Tag Airsoft. I actually played paintball at a field that we go to yearly. Uh, it's with Sega Beach Paintball. Oh, okay. Have you been to any Milsims there? I haven't been, but Wes does a bang-up job from what I hear, and he's very responsive. It's a wicked so, yeah. field. Yeah, I've been talking to Wes a little field. bit. He's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't played any of his games yet. Uh, the SGA Knights was a team that used to be around. I don't know if you remember them too yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. so we were, I was pretty close with them, and I went to there quite a bit. And that field is just incredible. Yeah. i got to go up there. I'm trying yeah. to make the rounds. As I said, first time at DMZ. Yeah, if you, if you want a, a field that will give you a good cardio lesson, it's that field. All yep. sand, all up, up and down, man. You you have a shooting lane, then the guys disappear, and then they come up like five feet in front of you. Yep. It's insane. It's a great field. I want to see a full-blown Milsom there. I want to see a full 18 to 20-hour Milsom there. That would be amazing. But um, So you're here. You're seeing this speed soft stuff. What's going on in your head? I can't believe. Uh, I mean, I guess I should believe because all these guys are in like their twenties, and and there's actually like a twelve year old on the field. He's like four feet tall. Yeah, I didn't even see him. Is he wearing a lot of padding or is he jacked? I think it's padding. Okay, I, I think somebody I was, loaned him his, I was like, their what gear. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, that I makes think somebody sense. loaned him their gear. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he has his own gear. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Even the jersey like goes to his knees, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, is that like cheat codes, like uh, like Goldeneye <laughs> for the N64? They got odd job. <laughs> left, left, up, down, up, down, right, right. But uh, so 
you, you say, like, maybe you think you're a little bit too old or whatever for this. Now, is it something you could see yourself doing? Would you recommend it for nice other people? underhanded if, compliment if, there, If right? I could be the guy that old? camps at the back bunk, bunker and just kind of does, like, the, the sniper thing and just takes out the pot shots, I could do it. But I'm watching these guys run around the entire field and flank each other, and I'm just like, that guy's fast. That guy's fast. Yeah. They're all so fast. So fast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, uh, I don't know. The more I watch it, the more I want to get out there and give it a shot. It's pretty cool because the, the rounds don't last very long, and I'm seeing the guys come off the field, and they Sounds don't like seem winded. Life. And they don't seem bitchy like we are when we're in the middle of a milsim and it's yeah. raining and we're hungry and we haven't had a break and all that sort of like you, you see it in their eyes when they come off the field. They're still bright eyed, like they just woke up and had a coffee. Yeah, I think uh, I think it'd be a good idea to get like a private game with us milsim guys out there. And just try it, and not even like not even show up with their own pre built teams. I love hearing shit like this because they're like talk, like there's actual like timeouts and shit. So if someone's run behind, they can be like, "All right, we're gonna call our it's timeout." Like a basketball game. Yeah, um, but I think it would be a good idea to like just show up with a bunch like a bunch of us and then just do like schoolyard picks and play a game. Okay, quick. so the rules for this is your loadout has to be the most ridiculous thing that you can build, like bright colors, maybe like clown wigs and stuff. Who knows? Oh, like, nothing whatever. tactical. Yeah, no tactical. Like, you can mags have, all you different can have, directions. Like, you can have a chest rig to no, hold your magazines. Yeah, you, just Everybody have them taped on your body. But you can't be wearing like multicam pants or something. You have to wear like, I don't know, Adidas or something. I wear a cape while I play Milson. A cape would be good. <laughs> I, now, I wore a cape all dark zone. Hit, do you call your hit? I don't call hits in general. Oh, okay. Well, only if you have multicam. Yeah, that's you good. You better all multicam, guys. <laughs> that's why I'm so good. Um, but yeah, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on. Why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing in the airsoft community? I mean, a lot of people listening to this know exactly who you are, but just in case someone new is coming on right well, he now. He could just press a button, I'm sure, and that'll, that'll tell it all. I think it's somewhere, but we're not wearing our headset right now, so we wouldn't know when it's on. But yeah, give it a go. Hey, it's Keanu, and you're listening to Viking Rocking, the only Airsoft podcast worth listening to, the Nomad Podcast. If you like Airsoft-related content, you can join me live every Thursday night at 8 p.m. on Instagram at Keanu.Airsoft for more Airsoft-related goodness. Until then, let's get back to the show and listen to Viking doing his cool guy shit. So that's the plug. There's the plug. There you have it. <laughs> you got Keanu. Um, I'm going to build you a new one. I was telling Heavy earlier. I got to build you a new one uh, just because I'm getting sick of listening to that one. I listen to every Nomad podcast, sometimes twice. And so I listened to the last one twice, and I heard my plug twice on each podcast, so I heard it four times. I'm like, yeah, I'm really sick of hearing my own voice. Yeah, I remember because we uh, – is that the one where we accidentally played it twice, or do we mean – do we mean to on that one? Because I know there was one where Eric forgot that we had already done the sponsorship right, stuff. Because a hot water heater kicked in, so he not, put a Not at all. That, like, if we could press that button like 17 times during a podcast, that'd be great. But I feel like that would be counterproductive to what you're oh, trying to get. Oh, totally. <laughs> the whole just, podcast yeah. is just plug, plug, it's, plug, yeah. plug. And then people start like unfollowing me yeah, and tuning out the podcast. Welcome to the Mike Podcast. We are sellouts. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's all about the ad revenue now. Yeah, you're doing some some good shit. So what's going on in, uh, in the Keanu Live show, I guess. Well, it's uh, just basically what's going around in the airsoft community right now. I try to keep abreast of everything that's happening. Um, no, abreast. Abreast. I said it. 
I like those. Uh, I, try, like I try to keep track of what's going on, what games are coming up. Uh, obviously, the the latest information is we're looking at the 2021 season right now where uh, Black Cell's got five games for next year. So I will probably focus on that uh, week after week as I get more information to share with the community um, to get those registrations in because uh, some of these new games sound really, really interesting. And then we have our old staples like Narco State 5. We all know what's going to happen mm-hmm. there, right? So um, uh, what's your what's your Instagram handle? Oh, yeah, so... Thank you. Uh, just go to at Keanu.airsoft, and you can follow me there. And I go live every week, Thursday at 8 p.m., and it's right on the money every week, I promise. For anybody listening to this uh, that wants more Airsoft content, a really good reason to go check out the Keanu's Corner is because it's very live, up-to-date information. Uh, you guys, you do it weekly, consistently every week, 8 o'clock on Thursday nights. So you really get to stay involved, whereas with the Nomad podcast, we're kind of stepped back a little bit. We do a lot of pre-recording, and if we have to bust something out before a game, we'll get it out. But it's a little bit more of a relaxed atmosphere where Canada's bringing that information to you right when you need it. Yeah, a little so, bit more uh, premeditated. We step back, we record, and then get it out whenever you guys want it. And that's the great thing about a podcast is that you can actually have a thinking process. For me, I kind of put pressure on myself, and I was just like... Yeah, fuck it. We're doing it live. And I just picked up the phone one day, and it happened to be Thursday at 8 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm going to try to do this again next week. And then I just kind of put pressure on myself to do it every week. Now, it does take a couple wobbly pops to, you know, do that consistently. Well, I, think, I don't think people understand how uh, how difficult it is to actually talk into something recording you, especially live. That's got to be... And I'm only and I'm looking at myself, so I'm basically talking in a mirror, like, and then I'm just looking at comments come up through the I, bottom, and I'm just like... Am I talking to myself? Like oh. I'm sure these people are watching because they're commenting, but it seems really weird. I wonder. It's early onset dementia there, yeah. Keanu. Is it harder for us to do it, or is it harder for the ladies of our lives that just hear us talking to ourselves? And they're like, yeah, I'm sure he's talking to other people. That's normal, <laughs> right? My wife's super used to it. Um, I walk around with an earpiece in my ear most of the day, and I just start talking. And she's like, well, what is it? And then I keep talking, and she's like, oh, he's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she's used to just hearing me talk to myself all day, so to yeah. speak. Well, awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, this this setup is was really great, but I'd love to get you in the studio one time where we can just sit down, have a few drinks, and, uh, and shoot talk shit. about some content, like Co- uh, like some something that we can kind of discuss beforehand, beforehand, and just like on the spot stuff. On the spot, now you know great. I don't mind the on the spot stuff, but <laughs> it would be nice to have some sort of plan to. Yeah, well, uh, especially with this new setup, you uh, you actually had a lot of suggestion about this setup. I also, love this setup, it's gorgeous. So you've seen it now. We we're highly mobile, so. Uh, no, it's great. You, uh, you go on having a great fucking day, buddy. Well, we you just... know what? Thanks for having me on. You guys keep doing that cool guy shit. Hey, guys. We have Alex Ruley here, a.k.a. Sledge. How's it going, dude? It's going, man. It's going. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Amazing. It's a gorgeous day. We can't complain. What about you, Mitch? I mean, we got all of our closest friends around here, and we're, we're podcasting, doing, like, the two main things we love to do. But uh, Ruley, though, you're here. friends. You're here for a specific reason. What's what's going on, buddy? Yeah, dude. yeah so right now I'm pretty much a gateway player for uh, Speedsoft and trying to get Milsom players into it. Yeah, awesome. Um, so Mocha called me out and just here to support. That's awesome. So what uh, what team are you playing as today like uh, for the Speedsoft here? Right now I'm playing as Trey 5. Sorry? Trey 5. Trey 5, right on. I was right trying on. to yeah. sound that out. I didn't know what it spelt. I, I don't know either. I yeah. actually don't know. I uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just a visitor, right? So I let um, everyone else pick the name, and 
So you're you're Thank definitely you. one of the more recognizable faces in the Millsum community. We've been uh, we've all been playing together for years now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I really do think the publicity side of Airsoft over the last couple of years has really been growing. So yep. and oh, there's, yeah. there's a group of us all that have kind of become relative faces of the uh, Ontario Airsoft community. Um, so it's great to see that you're kind of being that gateway in between, like showing that Milson players can go play speed soft and be relatively successful at it, have some fun. Yeah, um, it was something that we wanted to get into, which yeah. we didn't have the time, didn't have the players. Um, but for for you, what is the easiest part of the transitioning to speed soft from Milson? Mm. I was going to ask that. Uh, basically, just having that CQB experience. Yeah, take yeah. it as if. You don't have to worry about what's behind you at this point. Mm. So you're just looking straight ahead, and you're just covering laneways. Uh, what is your home field normally? Uh, well, it was Ultimate Airsoft. Okay. So now I'm just... That makes sense. Because uh, I'm out in Vaughn. Okay. Um, but now it's just anywhere, really. Yeah. You've been so, traveling so, quite a bit playing. So yeah. what's the... Uh, what, would, what would you say be the most difficult part of go- transitioning from Milsom to Speedsoft, besides the fact that it's incredibly fast-paced? Having a proper rifle. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What are you rocking now? I'm rocking my actual one, Nelson Mark 18. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And, it's um, not as fast, eh? Not as fast, but, you know, put a speed trigger in it, and then you're competing against the Well, you'll the have the, the range and the accuracy yep. still, right? So. Oh, yeah. Everything on my rifle is still consistent, just the trigger response initially. Mm. Are you finding yourself outgunned on the field? Uh, not necessarily. No? No. I feel it's just more... Just the speed of like the BBs traveling at this yeah. point. Like yeah. how many play the corners a little bit. Yeah, and how many BBs can you bump out on? Yeah, for sure. Like a bunker as fast as you possibly can. So, well, at the end of the day, skill is going to beat whatever yep. gun people are using. But still, if you put a great player with a great gun, is going to beat a great player with a shit. Like not not saying you have a shitty gun, but it's if you're outgunned and yeah. same skill, then the guns are going to matter. Yep. Right? 100%. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I'm definitely seeing you out on the field pulling some some maneuvers that I know I've seen uh, <laughs> seen on the opposing side of a Millsim field. Actually, yeah. I don't think we've really got to play too much together this year. Uh, no, just I think more or less black cell games, just black cell, yeah. just and not even not even really. Uh, Squad base playing together, just like we've been doing DIA and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, posing commanders and yeah, shit like posing that. Posing commanders, and then I think what was it? Offering, offering that scapegoat. Either you come out, gun up, gun, gun up in the air, or uh, we're gonna come in and shoot you. I was like, shit. That, that was a, that, <laughs> that was, was a good play. I that, got, was a, I got that, was, that was the oh fuck moment of the year. I uh, thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. Good. I got rocket to grenade his medic on yeah. the field as well, and. It was Ryan, great. Ryan Dom, as aka Cobbs. Yeah. And Rocket was very much. Uh, can I do it? Yeah. So okay. I'm kind of. I'm actually surprised that Rocket hasn't been more interested in doing this fast-paced stuff. The more I watch it, and the more we get out to events like this, it's definitely something I want to get more involved in. So let's mm-hmm. let's make a fucking speedsoft team. Just hey, the I'm, I'm in. Just big you boys guys. of speed soft. Let's do it, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm in. Let's wear our uh, Boogaloo sweaters yeah. and our Boogaloo neck <laughs> yeah, yeah, these things are mint. Oh, man. But uh, you guys could do the speed soft thing. I'll just sit where Mitch is, and I'll just record the podcast Oof. from the so, sideline. So I'm staring at Black Cell right now. Mitch and Matt, they can't see us. But uh, when you hear this recording... You should sponsor a Speedsoft team of just big boys and see how we do. <laughs> Boogaloo gang. <laughs> the Boogaloo gang. Bigaloo. Bigaloos. Bigaloos. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah, that a lot. That, that we should definitely the, do that. I'll be the team manager. How's that? There's, no, we need your uh, your wife to team manage. Oh, she, Both of our well, ladies she manage. Me, which yeah. then translates to the team, obviously. Um, 
I think that there's so many ideas that just come out of us just sitting around talking. We're like, yeah. that's a really good idea. We should fucking do that. And now yeah. we record it so we can just look back on it later and be like, right, I got to write that down. <laughs> um, and you can't turn away at it now. It's all recorded. No, it's out there. So it's done. It's, it's over. So um, outside of uh, like today's event, what, what are you, where are you getting up to this winter? Say it again. Outside of like today's event, where are you getting up to this this winter? Like airsoft wise, outside um, of airsoft, what are you up to? Well, I liquidated a lot of my stuff, so yeah. I'm just keeping the essentials at this point, and you know, going to see about doing some private events, dependent awesome. on what field and who's available. Sweet. You know, COVID kind of fucked all of us. So. Oh, man, it's a bitch. I feel it's, like we uh, definitely all go through that phase where we're like, okay, I don't need all this shit. Oh, yeah. I need to get rid of it. And then, yep. But then with me, I'll like start playing like COD or Battlefield or something. I'll use a gun that I used to own, that airsoft gun. I'm like, like fuck. fuck yeah. I should never have gotten rid of Wait, all my we, stuff. We still need to play. Yeah. We, we still do. I actually... Well, you're uh, uh, PSN or PlayStation, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, we can play COD. I'm PC Master Race. What's up? Xbox. <laughs> Woo! <Okay>. Uh, <laughs> controllers are just so much better on the Xbox. I'm sorry. You got um, a touch screen that never works. Uh, mine works. Oh. I just never use it. Yeah. So that's why it works. <laughs> Pretty much. Thanks for coming on today, though, Sludge. Uh, definitely want to get you on yeah. the podcast a few more times. Maybe something a little bit more, uh, more like hanging out, being able to drink. Unfortunately, we're not able to be slamming whiskeys at this That's event. That's what I forgot at home. Um, on, so we're definitely not. There's yeah. none in our <laughs> coffees. Um, definitely not in this rain. But So just for the players listening, if they're a Milsim player wanting to get into Speedsoft, what is one major part of advi- piece of advice you would give to them? Just give it a go. Just get out there and try yeah, it. Just, just, just do it? Get out and try it. Like... Fly little birdie. Yeah, just, you know, jump out that nest and give it a go. Like, Mocha brought me down one day, and he's like, here you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And especially games like this. um, So this tournament, not so much, but he runs uh, speed soft scrims and shit all the time. So if you're listening to this and you want to give it a shot, especially if you're in the Niagara region, look up... uh, Look up to the CSXL, but if not, like I'm pretty sure, it doesn't like Ultimate in them? Do they do relative speed soft stuff? Like, um, it's, it's not the same setup, but it's basically yeah. speed soft. Yes, no. Like they did change the field. Oh, um, I would say now it's more speed soft oriented. So yeah. you have like laneways, you have like bunkers and stuff. There's also that CQB environment as well. Yeah, yeah. So they mashed it pretty well together. Uh, I know because we were there uh, two winters ago or something like that, and it was like. There was a, that, that siege tournament base game that oh, we played yeah. at. Yeah, the, the yeah, house yeah, when yeah. they built up. The doors yeah. and uh, they, got a, they got a whole new field now. Yeah, actually. yeah they got a whole new field. Um, Hopefully we're able to play that uh, this year. But yeah, so if you're already playing indoor or if you go to Mill Sims at like PRZ or if you went to the old college games and you love that indoor fast-paced play, you're going to enjoy Speedsoft. Yeah, um, definitely give it a Even give if a you're shot. a hardcore Mill Sim player, and you're playing with the boys, like you're still going to enjoy Speedsoft. You're not going to get out there and be like, I fucking hate this. I'm never doing this again kind of thing. It yeah, might not yeah. end up being your thing, but um, definitely get in contact with Mocha or us or any of your local fields and uh, give it a shot. Yeah. We're on next, by the way. Okay. Oh, oh, you're on next. You got to go. Oh, so gotta, good time. I got to start going back out there. Yeah, well, uh, when you come off the fields, uh, we'll, we'll get a hold of you and we'll see how it went out there. Yeah, for sure. Hey. Oh. Shane McGilly, what's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? What's going Still, on, man? Usually we have drinks here. Yeah, so with the... Cr- yeah, we'll just make the noise. Nice, uh, nice. Buddy, so I've kind of I've kind of seen you come into the Airsoft world yeah, yeah. and then prosper instantly. Yep. Uh, probably one of the fastest 
guy, like upcoming player, <laughs> all of a sudden known by everybody, joins the biggest team out there. My mom's calling me. I'm not going to take hey, it. <laughs> take the call. No. <laughs> yeah, just stop for a second. That's I know it. you're a big deal, but That's my it. mom's the yeah. biggest deal. Um, so you came in, you started getting it into uh, speed soft yep. when Mocha started doing stuff. I know you guys are buddies from beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, through Mocha being part of Force Recon, you helped them out a little Perfect. bit. Yeah, yeah. And then you did such a good job that they took you on the team. Yep. Now you're just a fucking all star of speed soft <laughs> and Milsim. <laughs> trying, man. Hey, I'm trying, man. Uh, no, thanks for bringing me on. First off, and uh, you guys are doing a great job here. You know, like I'm a huge supporter of you guys, man. And I love what you guys are doing, man. I really have to uh, get you those shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, like, two, hey, there's two shirts with my name on it that I haven't seen for months. Just yeah, let you guys true. know those, Yeah, those are gone. Yeah. I actually, the ones that he bought, I actually sold um, because since they had your name on them, they yeah, yeah. sold for a lot more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to assume you paid somebody to take those off your hands. <laughs> but uh, so what, what, do you, what does a player have to do to be as successful in the sport as you've been. I mean, it's obviously hard to count what success in Airsoft is, and it's kind of a stupid concept. Yeah, yeah. But what have you done to get so involved? Um, It's just round, rounds played, you know, getting your face out there, like going to all the Milsims and stuff. Like, I wasn't really a Milsim guy to start, and, you know, I kind of oh, I, I, I dogged it. Um, But meeting you guys and getting involved in the industry, it's just, you know, like, especially having you guys as buddies in, t- in, in terms, it's... I got invited way quicker than, you know, the normal walk-on player. Mm. But it's, you know, just your reps, getting out there, you know, time after time. Like, I think I did five milsims this year. Uh, we ref two for Force Recon. Um, and then I played two Speedsoft tournaments. And it's just, you know, how many times you fire your gun, you know what I mean? The more comfortable you are, is just makes, makes the player, right? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a mix of, like, what you know and who you know. Because obviously, yep. like, you, had, you got direct access to some of the, the bigger connections. Yep. But you're also there putting in the work, playing the game. Like, I uh, like I, I love to talk shit about it and make funny on the yeah, Milsim field. I see it. But uh, I'd, be, I'd be pretty terrified to get in a gunfight with you on that field. Like, uh, it's like, and the difference, the difference between myself and your style is like, you know what? I'm going to come loud. I'm going to come fast. But it's that aspect of learning how to slow down and slow playing corners and stuff that you guys really excel, man. Like, yeah, the, the longevity of you guys playing Milsims definitely shows when you get into those 10 p.m. till... 5 a.m. matchups where you have Nomad walking up on you and there's seven dudes behind you and you didn't even realize they crossed your back. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do. uh, Energy conservation is the biggest thing for us, whereas you get a lot of that explosive, um, in-your-face gameplay and the training from Speedsoft, and that instantly transfers to making you a better gunfighter on that field. Um, I know we've talked a few times about, uh, like, in your first games, stuff like that. We made a few call-outs on you. It was Um, the gas tank, uh, by the way, guys. It was the gas tank, but uh, you know what? It's things like that that i think also helped you see and 100%. grow um yep. we've kind of talked like hope you didn't take any offense to it also hope you took like a little bit of offense well, <laughs> i didn't take offense but it's like at the at the end of the day we were on the same team for narco state and i felt like i almost let everybody down by taking like not don't get me wrong taking breaks you need to take breaks yep. but it's where you go take an hour break here an hour break here, an hour break there as your team's getting mobbed on the field yeah so instead of that it's learning to Play up to your teams, but also I'm not trying to let people down either. Because yeah. the, the time where you're not on the field is the time that they're moving up and their their progression is much higher. And something that's so crucial is like learning how to take your break on the field. Yes, 100%. Um, and that also comes down to just your whole team's mentality. Yep. like And your your squad lead is your squad lead setting you up in spaces that you can take that time off. Yep. Um, but uh, now that you've been so heavily involved in both, for you, 
like I, I can sit here and explain what I think the difference is between speed soft yep. and Milsimar, but you as a player are going to be the most knowledgeable on it. What yeah. What are some of the biggest differences? Um, the biggest difference, like uh, speed soft, way more faster place, uh, faster pace, like. Being brand new into Milsims, I was told it's all hurry up and wait. And it is, man. And you're going to get in two-hour-long firefights, but for the majority of the time, you're getting positions. You're, you're holding down. You're making sure corners are checked and all that stuff. Where speed's off, you're just going. You know, you try to get as fast as possible down the field, and you're trying to hang the flag, right? Yeah. I think that's where... A lot of Milsimmers have a problem with the Speedsoft-only players that come over and try it. It's that, I wouldn't call it like attention spam, but they're so used to just constant in-your-face action that when you say, like, okay, I need you to hold this door for three hours, they kind of are like, uh, what? Yeah, exactly. You mean run through the door as fast as I can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, looks like uh, you guys are getting ready to get yeah, back man. on the field, though. You have a great fucking day. Thanks for coming hey, on, thanks, man. thanks, guys. I appreciate you. appreciate Heavy Man, the whole Nomad crew. Thank you guys very much. Caleb, uh, thanks for the sign, baby. We'll try to win that goal for you. All right, boys, welcome on to the show. Uh, first off, I don't know either of you, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? You uh, my name's Ginge. Uh, real name's Wilson Black, but uh, I go by Ginge here. Uh, and this is my brother. Uh, he uh, can introduce himself. My name is uh, Cooper Black, but on Instagram I go as uh, OP Jailbreak. Okay. Fancy okay. little gun here. It's basically dedicated just to that. I love that. Well, uh, you guys said kind of come over and ask a little bit about the podcast, and we see that you guys are obviously avid uh, speed saw players. <laughs> now, i got to assume you came from paintball before airsoft. No. Well, actually, yeah, yeah neither yeah. of us did. Really? Um, so we got into the sport. Uh, I bought a, I bought an old combat machine probably about 10 years ago. Didn't really use it. Uh, and I ended up working with a guy who was playing. So came out, played a couple games, and just fell in love with the sport. And uh, I've done a few millisims, but um, I like the uh, Speedsoft stuff. It's more of a sport than an experience, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, so it's nice. I mean, especially with the age gap between me and my brother. We've got seven years between us, so something like hockey or basketball, it's not feasible for us to get on the field together. Right. Um, so I kind of like this uh, because I get to play on the same team as my brother, play the same sport as my brother, uh, and enjoy the same hobby. Awesome. Right? It's great. What about you, buddy? What got you into um, it? I, I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I watched YouTube videos of guys like Jet the Desert Fox and Novrich, and of course, you know, you see yep. that stuff and you're like, I want to go play uh, toy guns in the forest. So, I mean, it all stemmed from that. I think playing like at eight years old, just in the backyard, running around, basically the same format of this. And uh, as soon as I was able to get my own gun and get it on the field, I started going with him and we just, every single weekend, yeah. just started going and going and grinding. That's killer. So this isn't your primary rifle then? Uh, as of right now, it as is. Of, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, okay. is, this is pretty much primarily what we are playing at the moment. Um, I'm kind of waiting to do some more Milsims till he can tag along. Uh, I know a lot of them. You got to be 18, right? Yep. So uh, we've kind of we've kind of kitted ourselves out for the uh, the sports side of the of, of airsoft. Yeah. Well, sort of cut so, you off. But how old are you right now? I am uh, 17. Okay. 17. Uh, with with that though, I know. Um, so one of our big sponsors over there is Black Cell Promotions. They run the major Milsims yep. in Ontario. Um, if you were to go to them and with like. You know, being a respectful player that's here playing this and stuff like that, I know they'd probably be able to work something out to get you into some yeah, games. That'd be I, awesome. I've always yeah. I don't know when you it. turn eighteen or whatever. But uh, in August next August year, yeah. So, yeah. so even if I'm pretty sure if you talk to them and uh, did some stuff like that, they'd be able to get yeah, you out. That'd be killer. Um, but so these guns we got right in front of you, are they both the same? What's going on here? Um, you go with they're, yours first. they're pretty close to the same. Uh, the engine inside of them is different. All right, let I'm, me see this thing and explain it to me. Yeah. So this gun right here. Um, Basically, what's going on is you got a GMP uh, skeleton frog receiver, so just your standard M4 receiver with a standard version two gearbox on the inside and your standard uh, Polar Star F2. I've got a speed trigger in there as well, just for the adjustability, make it a hair trigger, and then uh, 
basically the difference is the grip. We've got mm-hmm. the uh, the Gen 3 Euro Tactics, and we've got the 14 degree. ERG. Uh, so the benefit basically is your FCU, your battery, uh, and all the fun stuff is right inside the grip. You don't have a stock. There's no nub on the back of the gun, and the tank mounts directly to it because your regulator is in the grip. So okay. it eliminates the need for a backpack. There's no line. You're not getting tangled up. You can put your gun down. Uh, and then, again, just the reason we took the uh, the the... The rails off, like the rail, the the rail covers off the handguard. Yeah, the handguard. Hand sorry. Um, the reason we took those off is, uh, you know, you you watch NXL. We've been kind of studying it just because of how similar the format is. And when you really look at a paintball gun, they are built so purpose built. They mm-hmm. are built for a sport to play the sport. And when you think about, uh, you know, how many times you can get hit in the gun in this sport. Minimizing any single silhouette that you have is is an advantage. You know, you get to keep the long barrel. The gun is like half the weight, and it just whips around like a pistol. Right? So, so for anybody listening that doesn't exactly know what we're talking about, these airsoft guns are built like old school paintball guns, where exactly. the uh, CO2 tank, or sorry, in air in this case, is directly connected to the handle coming off the back. Um, I just held one, so I really thought I was going to hate this, and realistically. Chance of me ever owning one is re- very low, but <laughs> yeah. shouldering it, um, it fits really well. Being able yeah. to shoulder, you're, you're shouldering the air tank, yeah. and uh, it, it feels the, pretty good. I find uh, the main benefit that comes from these really is, I mean, we play with paintball masks because mm-hmm. the mesh masks, you just, you just don't want to deal with fogging, and you yep. want to have that good communication. So the more vocals you can get out, and when you're playing with a paintball mask with something like this, you're, you get your face directly behind it. Sorry. Uh, you get your face directly behind it, and instead of using a reticle like a red dot or something, well, you end up using you know. the bore of your barrel. So you just yeah. look straight down the gun, and that's where your BBs are going to go. It's very Awesome, intuitive. guys. Well, it looks like you guys are getting caught on the field. Have some fun out <laughs> there, guys. Sorry to cut short, boys. No problem. Yeah. Once again, what's uh, what's your guys' team affiliation? Who are you here with today? Well, right now we're here with one pump, but we're going as Trey 5 pump because we've only got three-fifths of us. So There you go. <laughs> Set Media, live on the podcast. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> the, way, the way that out there on the field was talking at the same time I was. I thought somehow our audio got synced up out on the field. I was seeing like a weird reverberating, but it's not. It's just me and you. That would not be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm here too. For yeah, we got, we got heavy here. Episode. Can't there, ever forget heavy. There's never a podcast again the heavy is not on it. It's just so much better when you're here. That yeah, well, I'm just not going to be talking a whole lot because I'm doing a lot of background stuff, but I am here. There we go. So, it's been a while. Uh, same, we had the other girls on the podcast the other day. It's been like three years since this podcast. Now you're finally on it. What's going on? <laughs> Not much, just Airsoft. Uh, actually taking a new angle to Airsoft besides the obvious Speedsoft uh, Milsom difference. I've been taking a new angle of doing media as well as playing, which is definitely a new style for me. Yeah, you uh, last year you did a lot of Airsoft media as well, right? Just not as, I guess, professionally. You did a lot of photography last year, too, didn't you? I did a little bit for Nomad, um, then obviously like helped do some stuff for the Instagram at that yep. point. This year, I definitely wanted to take a different approach to it, and yep. I started doing Narco State, did some pictures and whatnot there, um, then continued evolving, did a little bit more at Icebreaker, and yep. then tried a completely new angle when I went to Dark Zone, actually. Awesome. Well, the, uh, like the content that you're posting is easily the best, well, at least Ontario Milsim, photos like i know people playing the game are looking out for those photos that you're posting they're fucking phenomenal um i love how i'm, I'm sure there's got to be a few pictures of me you cut out because they're just too unflattering i can i can tell because i've seen the way i look from those angles and you're picking and choosing your pictures i always pick and choose the pictures <laughs> but i mean it's it's honestly almost difficult sometimes because 
Um, for example, I believe it was Narco State. We were in the right off the kitchen, and I got some awesome shots of you. And I actually had to go through because I think I had about fifteen of them. And I'm like, okay, I can't put this many pictures of Mitch. I like that too much. I have to limit it to about two or three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're uh, you're definitely a huge name in airsoft now. Um, what is your Instagram handle now? It is setmedia underscore. I was just going to do setmedia, but unfortunately that was taken. So really? don't forget the underscore at the end. Don't forget that you'll be looking at if if you don't see a bunch of airsoft pictures, you are on the wrong page. So what uh, what made you want to get into the air or the photography side of airsoft? Um, I'm not actually sure. Actually, I think it started when I was actually with Nomad because everyone was talking about not having pictures or not having good pictures. And I've always loved dabbling in photography. So I thought, okay, if this is a skill I have that I can bring forward, let's see what I can do and just continued pushing the passion and continued evolving into this. Well, that's killer. And, and you also became a huge member of the airsoft community in general, not just like at one point, you were kind of a player, and then like photography. But now you've worked your way into being like, there's not a person on the field that doesn't know you. You're always there, the first one, like in those action shots. So it's great to have a photographer that's not, you know, afraid to be a part of the community. Also, I actually have to give a huge shout out to Katie for helping me with that. Um, I remember messaging her before Narco, and I said to her, "I'm like, girl, like any advice because I was scared. This was a bit more out of my element, and I wanted to make sure that." I did justice to what I was doing, and she is actually phenomenal for being like, you're a player too. You know to get in there. Don't be afraid to get shot, and that's definitely a huge part of it. So I really have to thank Katie for all her support and everything she's done to help me grow into what I'm doing now. Well, Katie's got to be a massive inspiration, like not only to photographers but to like female airsofters as well, having such a big name in the community already now like with, with you, uh, Teresa, um, cast from ink like all the all the strong females in airsoft it makes it easier for more girls to get involved so that's another huge thing that you're doing for the community yeah and you're also proving that you know it's not a guy sport it's whoever wants to play realistically just come out and have a good time that's i think still the biggest thing Absolutely. And like the community as a whole is so supportive. I've been able to reach out to so many different teams and so many different people with different ideas or even, hey, what do you think of this? Or um, I was actually really lucky for a nightfall to run with Blackthorn. I actually ran with them for daybreak as well. So it doesn't really matter being a female. If any, like I've gotten such support from so many different teams and it's just made the whole experience of Airsoft so incredible. Yeah, exactly. And you've uh, now you've had like a really good chance to play with a few different teams get some experience around uh i remember i think it would have been one of your first walk-ons and uh, just seeing like the intensity of like how much you actually wanted to learn the sport like for you holding the gun first time was god awful it was <laughs> that was bad that was um, very bad but now like thinking back at that how, how long ago is that like two years ago now that was last year was it only a year that ha- was a year last ago last year um just the the difference in how you move with the gun hold it handle it it it, it it kind of brings hope to anyone out there, not not just girls at all. Just There's a lot of guys that have no idea how to hold a firearm. So uh, with the right determination and you have the spirit to actually grow the sport. So You know what I remember, Mitch? What? I remember you and I sitting in your basement. Oh, God. Drinking Jameson. I think it must have been two or three in the morning. And you were putting on tactical videos on YouTube and talking me through different things of, okay, pay attention to this. Use this one, pushing corners and different things. And I think this was before Icebreaker. So before my first ever Milsom, I maybe had done one walk-on at this point. I think I'd only done one walk-on last season. So I was just sitting there taking in all the knowledge. And things like that really helped when I actually went into the game. It was just, okay, remember 
bringing these things. And by getting to play with other teams now, I've gotten a really great feedback where thinking about things like angles or other things that you maybe don't think when you're on the field. So mm-hmm. it's just been an incredible learning experience. Yeah, I, uh, I preach that all the time on the podcast that people need to like watch more YouTube videos. And I make jokes about how Caleb and I have sat in my basement and watched a bunch of videos. I don't think people understand, like, you know, that's what we do. Like I had you over, and I drank. We drank like a bottle and a half of Jameson, and then I cooked you the most undercooked eggs oh I think that have ever been made. There's video evidence of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you also gave me peanut butter, though, so that kind of made up for it. There we go. You know what? If, if you're trying to win a girl's heart, it's it's got to be undercooked eggs and peanut butter. <laughs> but uh, so thanks again, Set Media. Check you out. Do you do um, like if? other teams want to get personal shots, stuff like that. Like what kind of things do you offer? Um, I haven't figured out pricing list or things for that, but if anyone is interested in getting work, whether it be airsoft related, um, if you've seen Teresa and Caleb, their wedding pictures, I actually had the great pleasure of being able to shoot those. So I love expanding my horizons and figuring out new things. So feel free to send me a message, whether it be on Facebook, Instagram. Um, Yeah, I'm always open to new projects. Awesome. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at, I assume all of the Black Cell events next oh, year. Of course. Oh yeah, that's great. Great. Are to you see excited it. about those? I'm so pumped. It's so busy. Um, I, I guess I'm playing every weekend for the rest of my life. Are you upset about that? Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> I'm at that point in airsoft where I don't mind not playing sometimes. <laughs> but this year was definitely not the year for that. No, this was not the year for that. But uh, thanks for coming on the show. Would really like to get you on one time to talk uh, with. Uh, we had the episode with. Karen and T have like a, a really just just let the girls talk about their different experiences in airsoft. So uh, get you down out here one time for some drinks. Absolutely, sounds good. Have a great day, right, fucking thanks. day. I, it's my own calls, it's my own sign off. I want to do it again. <laughs> have a great fucking day. I have to look at the ball. All right, we got Matt from Black Cell back here. In one of the last episodes, Kandu and I were talking about how we need new bombs in airsoft mill sim. I'm just going to intervene. I kind of regret this decision now. <laughs> hey, you went, so first, tell us what you have in front of us, so and this, uh, tell us what we have to do. So this is uh, the bomb on easy mode. Hey, it's not. It's on expert. Well, if it was, these would be attached. So this is the bomb. Need to know. Uh, this has actually been in the last two games. It was used twice now. Oh, wow. But it was in dark zone for a good four hours, and nobody used it. Oh, my God. So... The bomb currently, uh, as it gets set, there's uh, a key fob. Yeah. Uh, the bomb planter will have key fobs, and he will plant it with his key fob, which will make it either medium, easy, medium, or difficult. EODs have a key fob that they will start their disarm time. Oh, so boy. currently it's on, and it's, it's counting down. Yeah. So if you don't use that if you don't swipe that before that counts down the bomb blows up anyways so just, when you okay. swipe that you'll get 15 minutes to just dis- try to disarm it only 15 how about 20 easy easy is 15 then 10 then 5 depending Ooh, on who said it oh shit son okay okay so there's color dip switches yeah there's a random button that could do something oh god there's alphanumeric so there, you can do uh, letters or numbers disarmament. Okay, it's an eight-digit code. Oh boy. On the field will be intel that would give you the help of this, or yeah. you could capture the guy who planted it, and he would give you the intel, or you can guess. So there's a screen here, lights, and there's a bunch of wires. There is a bunch of wires. You can cut the wires disarmament. You can put the code disarmament. You can flip switches disarmament. Uh 
And as you progress, some things will speed it up. Some things will change the screen. Some things will change the language. Oh, God. So as you're doing it... <laughs> Is it in Latin things. or what? It's in ancient something. Oh, Christ. Oh, so there's three different bomb makers. So one's Irish, oh, one's no. Russian, and one's Arabic. So they're ancient language in each Bruce one of really those races. speaks Arabic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when you say cut the wires, do people actually cut you these? You cut those wires. And then oh, you just put, a, you get a new one and put we it in. thousands of new wires. Every oh, time man. we reset it, it'll be reset with different wires. We can actually make it all blue wires, all red wires yeah. for more difficult people. So oh, now that we sure. have a video here recording this oh, no. part, there are two switches on either side that a wire actually hooks up onto. So if someone's to come open it up and don't check for booby traps, it could potentially go, go off as soon as you open it. The other thing is, is this is the plane case. There are cases with different stickers on it, which will give you hints to who planted the bomb. So there'll oh. be one with Russian stickers, one with Irish stickers. So these pop into different boxes that Jeez. change the difficulty. All right, so, so I'm now looking to this. start it, okay. you're going to take your, your EO, and only EOD fobs can activate it. So you're going to swipe it across that black little thing in the front, and then it'll change here. EOD override. Okay. Five minutes. We got five oh, minutes got to fuse this one. fucking bomb. Fuck? Kill. You said it was easy. So, like, do we have no hints? Kill. Yeah, look I get at, a hint here. Kill. Look at me. You can do this. No, I can't. So, okay, like. So you can cut wires disarm it. You can put numbers in. Oh what happens digits. if we do this? Oh, it's eight digits. Hey. Okay, we have, uh, it's still counting down the same. We're okay. Okay, okay. I'm under the impression the buttons do nothing. Yeah, right. All right, so okay. Caleb, uh, there's I another big button right the button. there. I Caleb, can't I'm going to need uh, for film effects. I'm going to need yeah. a bead of sweat coming down your nose. Just Can a, spit on my face a little bit. That'd be kind of cool. Right, Caleb, down, down. Press Fucking hell. Okay, Caleb, so like, Caleb, just remember cut the wire with the, the scissors. Cut them. You did it. Yeah, just cut them. Use mine because I can. Oh, he's going for the red and red and blue. If I die with you, I'm okay with it. It's always green, isn't it? Uh oh, cut it right cleanly. Fuse, Fuse disconnected? disconnected. Does that count? You have to do two of them. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh no! Okay, Caleb, it's only a one in forty-eight still chance. Active. You're still, still active. I, I still got three minutes and uh, remember, seconds. we did this in class. Remember, if there's a white wire next to a purple wire with a green and uh, yellow wire right beside it, you have to cut the kind of orange green one. Yeah, that, that was in right. class. We did that. Remember? Yeah, right. God damn it. Uh. Nope. Uh oh. Well, it looks like that one didn't do anything. What about the orange and or yellow and green? Maybe the yellow and green. That is what I I said. I think I said. No, you said orange and green. No, I said green and yellow. Oh god! It's going faster. Press you more buttons. Don't time. cut more wires. Fuse disconnected. That's two, but it's still going. Oh my god! Is there more still buttons? Going. Still going. Caleb. Ah. Caleb. Push some buttons. What's red mean? What's red? What's red? You sped it up. Oh, God. Just Don't cut, cut more wires. Cut everything. God damn it. Cut everyone. <laughs> Virus deployed. Ah. Caleb, you didn't even try and press any of the other buttons. Well, I don't know. Anyways. So, guys. Oh, really? Is that how it works? Yeah. Hey, fun fact. No one told me that. I was Remember, I was, I was saying I was saying press these buttons, and then, hey, Caleb, press that, that button. A, oh. We can go back in the uh, audio and look it. that up. But anyways, guys, so you're listening to a live thing of us panicking. 
and it's like oh, that's that works. That, that works. If you cut all the wires at the same time, it automatically blows up. Oh, does it? Um, <laughs> hey, fun fact. Is, ah, fuck it. Even if you cut the good one, the two good ones, yeah, and you cut all the bad ones. At the same time, you blew up. Oh man! All right, so but you're, you're kind of getting a live experience of what it might that be like to be in this situation. It gets actually, it gets stressful. It's beeping at you, and I think the hard part about the games that it's been at is like we didn't know it was there. We didn't know yeah. a lot of, about this. Um, so hopefully, this will be something we get to experience in a game. I'm gonna say it also doesn't help having a live audience. At yeah, a this bunch of people around crazy yelling. Event. Um, plus, we had no information going into it. Where we'll have uh, we'll have lots of information going into the actual bomb. But uh, thanks, Matt, for showing us this. Yeah, no and stickers. Hopefully, people get to see this on the field. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to uh, give this thing a, a real spin on the field next year. And as a side note, they should. Hey, shut up! We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Why? I don't know. We're at, no. Just be as loud as you want. This is your event. What the fuck? It's our event now. <laughs> uh, side, over. A side note, this is now the weakest prop. The weakest? Black Cell. Really? God damn. There are other bigger props. Okay, well, we look. all of us look forward to uh, playing your games next year, especially seeing something like this. Um, now... Now that we know, we had kind of heard how to diffuse it. Is it diffused the same every timer, or can you no, set up different? It's always different. Okay, that's so whoever's key fob. So whoever's key fob activates it will set up how difficult it is, and will randomize which wires and which code. The codes that are in the different language are always going to be the code. Okay, but you have to. Google search it unless you know ancient Gaelic or ancient Sumerian or ancient uh, whatever Kazakhstan. So brush up on your history languages. Like what? well, in, in ancient Gaelic, there is four different meanings for the number four. Oh fuck! There's four different words that mean four. Well, can't wait to see this on the field. Uh, thanks for showing it to us. Yeah, and. Uh, so I'm just getting some info from the side here. We're going to be making sure to post videos and uh, pictures of this thing on our Instagram. So all you guys will get to see Caleb and I melt down as we uh, release a virus into this Speedsoft event and ruin the whole thing. Yeah, I'm like James Bond. You're the hot octopussy lady. Help me defuse a bomb. I'll be the thickest blonde girl yet. Damn right. Bond. Bond. It'd be I'm beautiful. Bond. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. What's going on, guys? We're back here with Jackal from XOF. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Pretty good. We uh, XOF is a team that we've talked about quite a few times in the podcast as one of the number one up-and-coming teams of 2020 Airsoft. Uh, and what's, what's your position on the team? What do you do? Uh, well, most of the time I tend to do uh, team lead stuff. So, like, myself and our other... Uh, you know, lead team member Fox, we tend to run a lot of the stuff, keep everybody in line, set up for events, that sort of thing. Generally, uh, you know, him or I are always squad leader for events we've been at so far. Um, other than that, you know, I was medic at daybreak, but yep. I realized not the role for me. You I know? went I went through a phase where I was medic on Nomad too. But um, tell, what's a little bit of the background of XOF? I mean, I've... I, was playing with you guys when you were first kind of starting up at the Niagara Indoor when you guys were starting to really grow there. What was that? 
two years ago, I think. Yeah, the, the team started out, uh, like, I actually just started playing back in 2018. Okay. And uh, myself and, and uh, Mikey, uh, Wartooth, or Fox, um, he got me into it and was like, hey, we should start a team. There you I go. was down, so uh, we just slowly started coming out, playing, you know, getting to know some of the, the local guys, and uh, just started picking up more guys to add to our team. Um, I mean, now it's 2020, and we're up to about 15 guys on our team now. 15 is uh, a good number, though. Yeah, you know, which gives us a full squad plus a few extras just in case, uh, you know, we don't have anybody else to fill spots. Yeah, you, you run into those times a lot where, like, there's players that can't go. It's easier to... It's hard to find players to come out and play on your squad that you don't know and you don't play with, uh, rather than telling some players sometimes like, "Sorry, you, you're you're out this one or something." But um, what is it that XOF has been doing to to gain the reputation that you guys are getting? Um, honestly, I mean, all we've really been doing is just coming out and playing, um, just getting to know everybody in the local fields on uh, on other some of the other local teams like you guys, Nomads and Blackjack and. Um, you know, Force Recon, all those guys. So, you know, we've just, like I say, just been coming out and trying to get more into the community and yep. be, you know, contribute to the community and just try to be a, a good team that everybody has a healthy respect for, you know. They, yep. they see us, they're like, oh, hey, you know, whether it's myself or Gorilla, you yeah, know, we tend to be, you know, the face of the, the squad a lot of the times just because we're out most of the time, at least in the Niagara area. I mean, uh, Toronto area, you know, Fox is kind of our, our yep. face of the team up that way. But um, yeah, I see uh, I see Gorilla there. That big bastard's out here like every single weekend. Um, really seeing some of the good stuff he, uh, you guys have been doing for the community with that uh, the one kid that um, I don't know his name. You guys have been doing a lot of good stuff for him, helping him and his mom out get into the sport. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was uh, Ethan and his uh, mom Stephanie. They came out and. Uh, when it was his first time, uh, Ryan here at DMZ just asked uh, Gorilla, hey, do you mind taking him under your wing and showing him the ropes? And uh, and in a short amount of time, that that, that uh, Ethan has gone from being like, uh, you know, kind of a scared new player to somebody who's willing to push and, and yep. play hard just like everybody else's in the area now. Yeah, so, our, team, uh, our team did what we could to get involved in that. Uh, Brian Favell gave him, uh, was it, 416C? Ran your gun, Dodge gave him a vest, really uh, helped him get out there. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a large standing in the walk-on community, so it was great to see that he's in the hands of a team that's also out there playing. Yeah. Um, just not – we actually we just did a podcast about how we should be more involved in walk-ons. It's just time. Yeah, you know, I mean, I totally understand that. Like, you know, with setting up for Mill Sims and other big events, it's hard to get out and just do the walk-on thing. I mean, especially with work and jobs and all right. that fun stuff too, right? So, uh, you guys recently got Squad of the Battle for the Green Side at uh, Nightfall Nine. Was it nine this yep, year? Nightfall Nine. Yep. So, what goes when you hear you're getting called up for Squad of the Battle? What goes what goes through a team's head? Well, I mean, to be honest, when we went to that event, that was our goal we didn't i didn't care win or lose which you lost you did lose tan one tan life i was on tan yeah i will i will i will say yeah you guys won you guys won and you guys crushed us pretty hard that game at nightfall i will uh that it's it's hard because it's not like like you your team got the representation they deserved uh for being it the sides are, are very uneven this year oh they were yeah very um, much so but sorry to cut you, i just had to just let everyone know that we won 
Hey, <laughs> I'm totally cool with that. So, what, like I say, win or lose, our job there at Nightfall was squad yep. a battle. That was what I set my guys tasked to, and I was I was just glad to see that we were able to pull yeah. it off. So, what know? what goes through as a team leads head? What's your what are you telling your guys to do? I mean, honestly, I I'm just trying to follow all the commander's commands. Get yeah. whatever wherever whatever task he issues me to. My squad is there to go accomplish that mission as you know as best we can. You know. Yeah, and I I've seen you guys consistently on the field for the whole game. There hasn't been a lot of mill sims this year where you're not the only team that we're fighting against, um, which has got to be god-awful for you guys, except it puts you in a lot of gunfights. It's great. Yeah, it puts us in a lot of fights, and it puts us in, you know, like getting to into those firefights also helps us get to know some yeah, of the other teams that we've been fighting against, you know? Yeah. Like, um, for instance, last year at Daybreak, you know, I think one of the funnest points was when we were getting into gunfights with Blackjack team yep. and, and harassing each other back and forth. Back and forth. And, you know, yes, like, that camaraderie is a huge thing, um, but we, we've talked about it a lot. With with the teams being so unfair this year, like you had teams like Crywolf, Aegis, Nomad, like the bigger, more well-known, well-practiced teams going up, and then we see on green side, it was like, we are only fighting XOF half the time. Most um, of the time, that's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. and so it's got to be very frustrating for you guys. Well, it can be a little bit, but I mean, again, we're there to fight and just yeah. push as hard as we can, and um, you know, just trying to get out there and just be part of the community with everybody, really. You know, like I'm not one to, you know, talk shit about other teams. Yeah, yeah. I always try to, you know, no matter what team it is, I always want to, you know, make sure everybody's having a good time, having a good time, and knows XOF is a bunch of good guys. You know, yep. like that's that's my main concern for our team is you know everybody knowing us and knowing that we're good guys and you know we're skilled players too. But I mean, again, it's more about. Just having yeah. a good reputation as a team for me, really. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a it's a sport. You want to be, uh, you know, you want to be well received, and especially like a lot of us get into the publicity side of things. You want to get invited to those good games, those cool games. So you want to have yourself a good uh, good representation um, going into next year. So you've played under Michael Bright most of this year for Command. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Under Bacon all this year, yeah. Over because like, uh, my squad only ended up doing uh, Nightfall and uh, Daybreak this okay. year, just due to COVID and whatnot. There was a few guys from our squad that ended up at Dark Zone as well. Yep. Which again, under Bacon. So yep. I've uh, Bacon's been on the podcast before. He's a great fucking oh, guy. Great guy. Great guy. Um. So will you be? If he commands again next year, will you guys be following him into battle there, or what's your plan? Yeah, uh, next year I'm pretty sure for Nightfall we're going to try to uh, just take our Alpha Squad spot again. If uh, I mean, I'm for Daybreak, our squad would really prefer to just run up for like yeah that that area on that field is is our XOF suite. You know, yeah. like that's just what we do. That's our play style. You know, so. That's what I'm hoping for for us for next year. Plus, we're thinking about doing some some other like Black Cell events as well, which we haven't gotten into okay. as a, as a full squad. Some of our guys have done a few. Uh, like there was a few of our guys at Dark Zone this year. Yep. Uh, but we're gonna start trying to do more Milsim style stuff. I mean, still try to get out every week and do some skirmish stuff at the field, like the local fields. But but yeah, we're just trying to we're trying to build into a more of a mill sim team at awesome. this point. You got to start summer, right? And you exactly. guys, you guys are making a huge impact on both the mill sim side of things as well as your local field. Um, shitty the way things have gone with COVID this year and stuff. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. But at least we're, we're it's loose enough now that we're out here playing, getting some shit done. Uh, where where can the listeners find your team on different social medias? Um, right now we're on uh, we're on Facebook under XOF Airsoft, and uh, we're also on Instagram under uh, XOF Ontario. Okay, which is what all our patches say is XOF Ontario, but. Uh, those are basically the only two places where yep. you can find us right now. I mean, we should be doing more, uh, you know, adding more stuff to our social media to try to build it up a little bit more. But you guys we're, are, are kind of lazy. Well, you're <laughs> focusing on the, the actual play, play side of things. Exactly. So, you know, not every team has to be out there pumping out podcasts like us. <laughs> pumping out podcasts and pictures. And, yeah. No, you know, but that is something that, you know, we need to start doing a little bit more of to just get a bit more... You know, people noticing us and a yep. little more notoriety, but... Well, hopefully uh, this can help a little bit. So anybody out there listening, go and check these guys out. Uh, for the people listening, and you're saying you're growing your team, are you guys accepting new members, or are you... Um, we're always trying to find new members that kind of fit with our squad. We're a little bit picky on who we kind of yep. pick up, but... Uh, you gotta be. But, I mean, at this point, we're up to about 15. We're... Uh, for the Niagara region area, we're uh, also trying to do a little bit more recruiting up in the GTA area. Okay. Um, just because, uh, you know, again, Fox is usually up that way, you know, since he lives in Toronto. So yep. he's always trying to, again, uh, recruit as many guys from up that way as well, as as well as us still recruiting down in Niagara region area as well. Awesome. So anybody listening, I know a lot of people are always posting on, like, Airsoft Canada and stuff looking to join teams. Uh Check out XOF Ontario on Instagram or XOF Canada if you're looking on Facebook. XOF Airsoft on Facebook. Ah, I fucked that up. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but it's corrected. It's there. And uh, thanks for coming on the show, Hank. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to get our voices out there and uh, let people know who we are. Awesome, Appreciate buddy. it. Have a great fucking day. Yeah, you too, man. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Nomad Podcast. I know you both are avid listeners. Why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, boys, because I bet a lot of people don't know who you are. Hi, I'm Ryan, otherwise known as Cobbs. Uh, first year playing uh, Milsims in Airsoft with Nomad. And I'm uh, Joe. Uh, I don't currently have a call sign. Everyone just calls me Pendrack. And I've been playing Airsoft for about eight years now and doing Milsims for about six. Yeah, you've been playing with, you've been playing with Nomad now for, what, Two, three years you've been tagging alongside us? About two and a half, almost three, yeah. So these these two boys joined with us right now are Nomad's number one prospects for our 2020 season. You guys are one vote away from uh, getting voted onto the team, so that'll be coming on soon. So uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now, or if you're two on that side of the table and you don't hear anything about this, it means you didn't make it. It means you didn't make the cut. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, But anyways, guys, so... Been playing with Nomad for a little while. What's uh, what's some things you've learned about Milsim? I guess you more so, Ryan, because you're pretty brand new into the sport. What's some things you've learned about uh, Milsim playing with us? It's uh, I've learned that you guys are a family, close, close family, and uh, as you know, we're very close outside the field, but on the field the same way. Um, the the teamwork and communication's unbelievable, and just you guys have main main thing is have fun. Yeah, and uh, Joe, you've 
you have you played Milsim not with us in the last year or so? Uh, the last two years, I think every I've gone to pretty much any Milsim I've gone with Nomad. Uh, last year at Nightfall, I was with a different squad because uh, just how things worked out. But yeah, it was fun killing you guys. Yeah, not, well, Nightfall can be a hard game because we can only sign up with eleven people. Um, and so with being a team that does have over 11 people right now, um, but outside of that, any game that we've been to that we had space, we definitely brought you with. So what, uh, you, like you said, you've been a Milson player for a long fucking time now. What's something that's been a little bit different for you playing with Nomad? Uh, to be honest, probably the tech. Uh, a lot of guys with thermals and night vision on Nomad, and I'm just basic. I got a white light. Doesn't stop me. Um, it's a lot... You're on point a lot, which is fine. I don't really care about being a sacrificial lamb, really. Uh, it's definitely a challenge, but night vision and tech's not everything, that's for sure. No, I think uh, I think that's a good part about our team is that there is a pretty even balance between tech and non-tech. It's like you need those white light guys going in through buildings, stuff like that. Um, you said sacrificial lamb. I mean, it is kind of that, but at the same time, you put your best gunfighters forward, and uh, you know if they can go through a building take it out then you know your night vision guys aren't having to get taken out kind of thing um but yeah it's it's funny to kind of think how many games how many how many milsims do you think you've played with us now uh well this, this year i think every one so i've been to four this year yeah it's like at least 12 um, games with us yeah yeah maybe three or four last year and the year before that i was in on some too so yeah definitely quite a bit and even some walk-ons i don't do walk-ons a lot i'm more so milsim oriented but I think you go to those. I think the big thing before uh, you're you're a well-known AK runner, um, and for a lot of us that was always uh, was a big turnoff. And then all of a sudden this year we got our dicks are all hard for AKs, so we're (laughs) like maybe this is the year. This is the year for Joe. (laughs) Yeah, let's just say one of their members already has an AK because of me. And even last year uh, during Narco State, I had a few members uh, say that I I'm rocking that AK pretty well. So. It's uh, definitely in their minds. That's it's for it's sure. sexy and it's different. Uh, what what is your loadout right now? Uh, so right now I've got two Artorus AKs. I've got a 74U and uh, AK-104, I believe. It's like a 74N style. It's um, the carbine one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a. It's not a full rifle length. And then um, I'm currently trying to do the Russian Ratnik loadout kit, and it's uh, it's not cheap. I got a lot of people making fun of me for uh, the AK because they just love to bust my balls about it. But uh, simple, nice and effective. Uh, I know how to use it. I know how my gun shoots. Everyone says M4s are better. I tend to disagree. AK's master race. Simple as that. It's uh, That's definitely something that is being discussed in uh, some podcasts that we have recorded. We have some big techs weighing in on the, the idea of what's better. Um, I am very much so right in the middle. But, uh, Ryan, what about you? What's your loadout looking like? I got an M4, the VFC. And um, that Colin has done some special things too for me. Yep. And I just rock a plate carrier, and it's just, uh, just starting, so <laughs> just nice and simple. What uh, What are you guys thinking of this Speedsoft over here? Is something you're interested in? Something? It's definitely a very interesting thing to watch. I think I do prefer the 20-hour Milsim stuff, just for the realistic um, aspect of it. Um, but it's definitely awesome to uh, to watch. So if anyone does get a chance, come out and uh, take a look because it could be something you're interested in. What about you, Joe? What are you thinking? Uh, for me, I used to play paintball. I used to do speedball and everything like that, and uh, I have zero interest. I went from airsoft uh, to airsoft because I was tired of carrying around paintballs in a tank, and airsoft is more realistic. 
I would have no problem playing this if everyone had to play Mil- like with Milsim gear. I think that would be a league that would be, That'd be pretty really well cool. received. Um, I think the big standoffish point is a lot of us, no one wants to buy all new gear uh, to go do this new sport. I'm going to take that off the f- thing. Now I'm the one with the phones going off in the background. Um, I think that's number one pushback too. And I, I, a lot of us don't like the idea of going back to paintball since we came so far from playing paintball. But uh, thanks for coming on though, guys. Before we get us. Before we get out of here though, Going to put you guys on the spot. Ryan, I'm going to give Joe a little bit more time. <laughs> Why should Nomad take you on as a player? You put me right on the spot there. <laughs> He's got nothing. Okay, no, uh, <laughs> he didn't make it. <laughs> Just kidding. Why should we take you on, buddy? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'll go out there and give it 100%. You know, whatever role you need me to be, I'll do it. And I love the aspect of being a family. Uh, you know, out of the three Milsoms I played, I got to play three different roles. Uh, you know, I was a medic, comms, you know, whatever you need, that's what I'll do. You know, you say run into a, a building and and do your best to take it, that's what you do. You were uh, pretty shit at filling my mags, though. Yeah, that was... Uh... <laughs> I, hand, I, I give them the old, uh, you know, the new guy bitch treatment. I'm like, here, fill my fucking mags. I get there, get out on the field. I take, like, one mag, I get, like, three shots out of it. The next day, the Odin wasn't working proper or something, and he had no idea. So it's like... I went out with zero mags. I didn't Wait. even know about that till I listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That was oh. hilarious. Way to go. What about you, Joe? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man, I know I know my attitude's improved a lot with Airsoft. That's um, probably, your attitude is probably the number one best improved attitude in Ontario Airsoft. Yeah, like, I mean, before I started running with you guys, I did get a bit hot-headed, but uh, I had, like, friends, and then even you guys through the team have even said, like, you know, like, you got to work on your attitude a bit, which I did, and I've had no issues since. Um I love, geez, like I think I'm a great LMG gunner, as I think a lot of members on Nomad can attest to from Nightfall this year. Yeah, that was uh, um, that was a great run. We did a couple good pushes together. Yeah, and even at Icebreaker, I had a lot of fun. Like I got to run some night vision uh, from from close friends. Uh, I'm trust. I think I'm trustworthy. People know I can go do something and sneak around and take people out. Yeah, I can be in a squad. I can. I've been lone wolfing for almost all my airsoft time, anyway. So. I have no issues being on a team or without a team. Well, hopefully uh, next time you guys hear the podcast, you'll be hearing about these two players possibly joining our team. But uh, just in closing, one thing, if if by chance you both do get taken onto the team, just know that Joe is voted on first. Yes. You're the new guy. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, boys. That's have a great amazing. fucking day. <laughs> well, guys, it's been one hell of an episode. Candy, nice to see you back here. Yes, it's nice being back again. I, I thought you were dead after that bomb defusal. No, I uh, I managed to walk out with a couple of bruises. All right, well we got uh, we got Keanu on again. We got Sledge here. We're all uh, we're all packing in at a six foot safe distance. All of us are wearing masks and we are COVID safe. Absolutely, of <laughs> everything is sanitized. It's great. So you guys have been uh, seeing the event today. What's final opinions of what's going on with these? You, you guys liking them? Against them? What what's on i'll be honest uh when i first heard this whole like speed soft thing i'm like oh man they're bringing paintball into airsoft but yeah. this has really changed my mind like this is pretty cool these guys can run they can move fast it does have that kind of uh paintball-esque uh feel with uh, like those inflatable tacos and stuff where they used to run around those bunkers from the the, the when paintball was competitive right it's definitely uh, a different uh sport than what we're used to definitely because right? we're we like Milston, right? Yeah. So um, hurry up and stand here for six hours, please. Yeah. Now it's hey, play for literally two seconds on the field and then 
reload and do it again. It's, it's well, this is this has changed my perspective, and as I've always kind of believed, it's just airsoft is what you make it. We're, like, we're playing fake guns, right? Yeah, you've said it time and time sure. again. So, if you're into the game, you're buying BBs, you're shooting at your friends, then and you're having fun, then that's all that really matters. Yeah, really. What's uh, what's your opinion? You you played the tournament today. How did it go for you? Well, so far it's so well. I'm enjoying it. Nice, good. Good. That's that's it's it. Good. It's good. I really want to. I really want to really do an impression of your voice right now. Everyone does a Mitch impression, so go ahead. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm Mitch Murphy. Have you seen the Nomad podcast? I want to do my Alex impression. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Okay. Let me add, I'm nowhere near that. By, by far, I'm nowhere near that. I know we've had this conversation before. We're sitting so close. Yeah, I think, just, I think the only people we can make fun of, one. though, being hurt is Italians. Bibbidi bobbidi boop. That's Gabe over there. We got all yeah. the airsoft guys here today. We uh, It's been a great turnout for guys that aren't in Speedsoft. Um, I really want yeah. to really kind of push That's true. how much I really want to get a bunch of the Milson guys out here doing this. Maybe not to this level, but uh, just I think it'd be a great thing for us to all come out and do and have fun. Well, where do you have a team name? Yeah. Oh, who called it? Who 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 named it? I did. I disagree. I think that I think I said the Bigaloos. No, I said Bigaloo. I have a bet with him. We're gonna go through and we'll replay the audio at some point in time. If he said Bigaloo first, he gets twenty dollars from me. If I am right, I will let him just tell people that I'm right. <laughs> I have twenty bucks. Thank you. Hey, this twenty is bucks is twenty money. bucks. But it's my lunch money. But before we uh, close it down and finish off this episode, definitely want to get Mocha on here one more time. But uh, thanks so much for coming on, though, guys. Like, it's great to finally have you and I out recording. Um, oh, this is great. Pointing at Keanu. It was really nice to watch from a distance. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, yeah. I, I guess I'm kind of used to that this year. But, yeah, okay, that was that was good, too. Do you have a Mitch Murphy impression, by the way? He's got the best I, Mitch Murphy I impression. I do, but like, I need a beer can. I need to be in a house. Like, I need to be able to throw beer cans everywhere and shit. And like, I kind of like puff my chest and I do the voice. Like, <sighs> Mitch Murphy. My Mitch Murphy's more like I, I kind of see him as like a Batman. <laughs> I was like, I'm Mitch hey, Murphy. This is Mitch. Have you listened to the Nomad podcast? No, I do a podcast. The, I'm Mitch Murphy. What you gotta think of is you gotta think of Kronk from Ember's New Groove. <laughs> okay. Mitch Murphy, how are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you definitely have to puff the but chest. But yeah, you're right. Everybody has a Mitch Murphy. Everyone has. Everybody. Oh God! <laughs> I, 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 ca- I catch myself doing it sometimes. I'm talking to him on the phone or something. It's just like, hey, you guys, you guys coming down to DMZ this weekend? <laughs> We're going to do a podcast. Oh, Mitch Murphy. Yeah. Mocha, Mocha, the guy, we're going to get him on this uh, real quick before we uh, close off. Mocha, how's this event going for you, buddy? What's going on? Man, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a great time just dancing to the music up there, you know. No, I love this type of stuff. Honestly, uh, being up in the booth, commentating, not really commentating, just, just being me, you know. Uh, seeing all these teams, crazy battles all day long. But the most important part of this whole day for me is the the blurring of the lines and the support that we're getting not only from the Speedsoft community but from the Millsim community. We've got Nomad guys here. We've got Aegis guys out here. We've got Keanu from Keanu's Corner out here from CDC. We've got, man, it, this is awesome, man. This day is amazing. 
This yeah, uh, promoting. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, no, this. I think the vibe I'm and too. Uh, and Slash. Oh, man, really? fuck, sorry, you can't you can't count out the Boogaloo man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nobody really knows who he is because you only get shot by him, but you'll never see him at a Milsim. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I roll Boogie Man. The vibe here is amazing. Uh, the CSXL or CXSL is really bringing something killer to the community. Uh, it's great to have. The podcast out here. I don't know if you guys know we have a podcast. There's a thing called the Nomad Podcast. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, you're hearing it now, and you got to listen to it right after it's done. But uh, hey, do you guys know that there's a Nomad Podcast? Mocha, podcast. you have a great fucking I, day. I gotta go. Hey, we're about to get the championship rounds uh, playoff started, so I gotta get back out on the field, man. I'll talk to you guys later. Awesome. Bye, buddy. Thanks for being you, bud. Should have asked him to do his Nomad. Mitch Murphy impression. Oh, Murphy. Yeah, if you're if you're listening to this. Go ahead and send in a uh, audio of your Mitch Murphy impression, and then also send in one of the your Caleb laugh because hey. I feel like the Caleb laugh is also very, oh. very iconic of the show. I like that one too. That's uh, I think you're gonna get a gold star if someone does a good Caleb laugh. I think I think we need to uh, next Nomad Nomad podcast competition. Send in your Caleb laughs and Mitch Murphy uh, impersonations. impersonations. And uh, the winner will get a prize. So uh, yeah, I'll donate a uh, Keanu's corner package to whoever ooh. has the best can-do laugh. All right, there it is. What sh- should we do? They have to send in uh, both, and whoever has the best of both gets. No, you guys judge. So send them to you, and then you guys tell me who wins. I'm sure we can get Black Cell in on that also. So that's a f- official competition. You're hearing it now. It has to be an audio of your Caleb laugh and your Mitch impression. Yes. But uh, thanks for coming on, boys. Great to see you and. Um, I mean, do we do we say it? Do we country roads it? I mean, we could. There's there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people I'm here. A sh- I'm a shy person. All right, we won't country roads it this time. Take me home. <laughs> Anyways, guys, have a great fucking day. Have, have a great, great day, fucking boys. day, boys. Girls. I think you guys thought you were actually going to go a full Nomad podcast without hearing a single beer open. Vikings guy, you don't worry. One thing we didn't do on the field, though, was a great fucking guy of the week. And uh, let me tell you what, the more weeks we spend as a podcast really getting out there in the community, the harder and harder it gets because it, it, you, you, wanna, you end up wanting to give it to everyone. Um, just, I mean, I guess we're lucky that way that there's just so many good dudes in the airsoft community. Um, so many that we have, we have them lined up. Like we know who we want to give them to. Um, and it's, it's so hard to also just not pick our own team all the time. Um, but today keeping it on theme, I really have to give the great fucking guy of the week to Mocha. That guy has been putting in unreal work in the airsoft community this year he's been um not only bringing us the csxl or cxsl the sixel just call it the sixel from now on um not only has he been bringing that which has brought speedsoft to niagara with amazing turnout the community is unreal but he's also brought a speed nation combat solution um one of the podcast major sponsor he's been behind us from the very start uh really just Really looking out for the community in every way that he can, keeping prices unreal. And I'm not just saying that because he's a sponsor of the show. Um, 
like the the show doesn't necessarily need sponsors. The people that are sponsoring us are people that we also want to promote back. And he's just really had our back 100% of the way. Um, really been someone honest in the community that you can trust. Uh, he really is just the kind of guy that I think Airsoft Retail needs. Um, not only in Niagara, if this guy could be everywhere, I, I'm sure we would all wish he was our local store. But um, always just has the best information and brings just a good-hearted, light attitude to the Airsoft sales world. Um, really putting in the work to uh, sponsor different events, give away awesome prizes the guy always has the best prizes hands down so and on top of all that he's a great fucking player i've seen this guy just put people down um really really loving that sub jewel rule of the black cell games so mocha buddy when you hear this because i know you will and this episode better be on that instagram feed you were telling me about but i just wanted you to know everyone here at the show and everyone in the airsoft community appreciates (laughs) appreciates the hell out of you buddy so uh the great fucking guy of the week. I wonder if Karen will sing Country Roads with me. I doubt she will. I'm going to try. Well, guys, she said yes. I've got her here. So this week's outro is brought to you by Soap and Viking. Choo. Almost heaven. West Virginia. Have a great fucking day, guys. I'm sorry I can't say hi. (laughs)